Hello and welcome to my podcast called The New Decibels and I'm your host Nirjit Dey Bhattacharya. Come take this tour with me where we explore how to build great companies, what practices to follow and implement to get the greatest culture and greatest revenue, how to have an impactful branding exercise and anything that comes in between. And as always, remember to follow us on Instagram by the handle New Decibel for daily content dedicated to the same. Reach out to me for any feedback or commentaries. Hope you have a learning experience from today's episode. Let's jump right in. Hello there and very good evening to you uh or morning afternoon depending on where you're uh listening from thank you for tuning in um I'm really sorry there hasn't been a lot of content which has been coming out lately there has been a slight amount of slowdown in the production um of new podcast but we're definitely working on it um to sort of improve that situation in the next coming coming weeks um so please do bear with us there's been a little bit of a logistical issue per se but we're definitely working that out um today we're talking about how to actually create very good content um for your uh, audience for your clients for your customers and um what you should brands really do while uh creating it right and when we see a brand we're basically talking about like a like an institution or an individual however you want to look at it right um and in general uh the biggest and the only thing i think everyone should be involved in this space um that they, they should feel and they should think about is is authenticity how do you actually create content um which is authentic to you um and the person who's actually basically listening to it right so very quickly what is what is authenticity right um in general i think the the biggest thing that everyone should focus on is what is the um relevance of the topic to the person who's actually listening to it right um and that's something that that always makes the biggest difference because in today's day and age um each brand can mean so many different things so to so many different people um even though they um historically speaking could have been just a single brand with a single message out there um and that that is so interesting to see because that's the market's evolving as they're getting more and more mature um each stakeholder has a different reaction uh to each brand which is being presented to them right for example now if you look at uh red bull which as i always state that i mean i remember when they were being introduced to the indian market because i was there i was building it with the team um it has such a different different sort of a status quo in the market when it comes to different individuals for a sports or an athletic uh individual that always comes down as a, as a as a show uh to their lifestyle right but someone who's partying really hard or or wants to be a, a social magnate um the red bull really stand out as their affluent lifestyle because of the price point they're uh, positioned at so it's, it's usually a show now each brand when they're um such as red bull when they're interacting with these two different sense of uh, sort of uh, customer segments it is so important that they sort of create content which reflects truly to their own, these two different sectors or segments of individuals because if you don't do that uh then your relevancy as your products cool quotient sort of goes down to different segments at a different point in time uh so it's important to sort of focus on these things right um and even as an individual there you know there are different shades to each person and brand should recognize that um and and that's that's always going to be the key the for example as a red bull you cannot target the bigger population with a single target mark uh, message anymore right you can't make everyone happy either um there are going to be certain segments of the society which might 
uh, not respond very well to a collective message that you're putting out uh, irrespective of how varied or how um, diverse they are. So that's okay. Uh, but you got to figure out those small, small pockets of audiences which are going to be very happy with the different sort of um, customization of uh, content that you do for them, uh, depending on how they want to interact with your brand. So it is important that you sort of figure out that authentic um, topic base, yet uh, diverse enough uh, message that you're putting across for each individual to consume, right? Um, right now in the Indian market, if you think about it, the people who are doing really well, relevant uh, and authentic content, I think one of the major ones are the new uh, media, as I call them, have which have come up. For, for example, iDiva, which is a Times Internet uh, production. I think they're doing a really good job about coming up with content which is... Uh, very authentic people do enjoy listening to it quite a bit uh, or watching it um, so I think they've changed the game of how digital content is consumed for homegrown brands uh, so that's great great producers great script writers and I think the team which goes behind these uh, um, skits and sketches which come out from their side is exceptional uh, one of the major person who I think sort of changed the game in terms of of course you had a lot of influencers who were in this space before whether they were celebrities or whatever uh, but I think one of the person who took that and took it to the more Hollywood level or how the Western society is with influencers is Kusha uh, she took it from a simple person who is in front of the screen she also used to work with Idiva earlier now she has moved independently um, I think she has really changed the game for how brands interact with influencers because of the content that she personally creates uh, with her management um, I know Santu is also there does some great great um, brain work before these videos are coming out um, so I think I think that she's also doing really well in terms of how to make an influencer's role in uh, brand awareness very relevant because the content that she comes up with is very authentic, uh, very neutral and very natural, right? Um, Zomato, hands down, hands down. I think uh, the sort of Zomato, content Zomato comes up with is usually a market trendsetter because people tend to follow that very quickly. Brands tend to follow that very quickly. Um, and I know for a fact Akshar Patak is is the brain behind that that quirk which comes from there and I think it's so important to sort of uh, and I've worked uh, briefly with Akshar when I was in Zomato um, I don't know if he remembers me but I've, I always remember and admiring the sort of personality that he is so when you look at the sort of advertising that comes out from Zomato's end or even his personal account it's actually um, that very authentic uh, self-depreciative um, humor which kind of connects really well to the audience because everyone sort of feels the same uh, as an economy right now in, in India for sure so I think they do a great job um, one of the major changes which I have seen in the past in the Indian market is of course uh, the self-help segment is sort of growing really well and I appreciate that because I mean obviously I'm in that space but one of the major major shift that I've seen is uh, is probably consuming content from younger generation from uh, per se holy men if I can call them that because there has been a lot of incidents of frauds and scamsters but few of the people who have actually really stuck out in that whole situation of course Sadhguru which is interna um, internationally renowned uh, but a very very good brand which has now come out is uh, Guru Gopal Das the content is 
nothing related to religion it's all about individual self-growth um, perspective how to actually make yourself better and I think everyone sort of connects really well to it because everyone at some level um, is trying to sort of negate through this economy and try to be a better person be a better businessman be a better father mother daughter son and that sort of content really you know uh, hits home because you're like oh shit I fucking understand what he's trying to talk about so that's phenomenal uh, targeting for sure uh, car spaces on the other hand I mean there's been a lot of talks about the, the sale of cars being down in India because of the way government has sort of fucked up the economy. Uh, but I can I can see how the car messages have sort of changed over the last three, four years where people's purchasing powers have changed, where people are looking to... Uh, now everyone doesn't want to buy an Audi or a BMW. People are okay with smaller segments of car, but they want the quality. And I can see that advertising and the, that, that communication change happening at a, at a level of brands where even smaller brands like a Hyundai... Or, or uh, Honda for that matter, they're really changing the context and the communication that they put out in the market, uh, targeting the right sort of uh, individuals who are just like looking to buy a new car, but they want the luxury, but they don't want to pay for it. So I think, I think markets are evolving and the brands are also sort of trying to explore what uh, communication will do really well for these individuals. So that's great, right? Uh, Every once in a while, I think everyone sort of tries to understand uh, whether you should invest into creativity or or you should focus on authenticity. I mean, especially when you're growing as a brand, um, at some point you feel that there is a sacrifice which happens. But in my in my opinion, um, it should be fine balance for sure. Uh, and creativity always is going to be important. And that is why now I also do frameworks. That's why I also do a lot of research. Um, you know, before I put out a content out there, because, um, for example, this podcast, there's a lot of thought that goes behind it. There's a lot of research that goes behind it. And I think each and every brand has that, uh, bandwidth now to sort of do that because, um, it's important. It's important to hire a team that delivers for you who sits down and is really focused on being creative about what sort of content will do well out in the market. At the end of the day, it is a business. You're trying to figure out how to make the most of what's being um, put out there, how to make the most of that 15-20 minutes someone's listening to you. Uh, so that's always going to be a big, big uh, game changer. Um, and in terms of why authenticity is still important is because it needs to be the center of it. Just because something is, um, I mean, it's, it's creative doesn't mean it needs to lose the sense of authenticity that it comes with the relevance of the topic, right? Um, just because something is fiction, or at least glamorized, uh, doesn't mean it it can't be real, it can't be authentic. So that, that's always going to be the situation in terms of content generation, that it needs to be something that looks good, um, but it needs to come from the heart where the person listening to it goes like, oh wait, I can relate to this. This is this is not just some bullshit someone's trying to sell me over the internet. So that, that's important, right? Uh, but again, from a marketer perspective, if it doesn't look well, it won't sell well. So that, that whole thing has to come together. Um, in terms of channels, which I think uh, everyone's trying to figure out what is the right um, place to sort of put out their content. And this is such an interesting topic because each geography differs in their consumption strategy, right? Um, so like an evolved market, and usually it happens that the Western media or the Western trends sort of trickle down to the rest of the world. Um, 
often is, is the case, but sometimes you will always have something like from, for example, TikTok that happened in China and the sort of just sort of grew, grew, grew. Um, and then now it's a world phenomenon. But I genuinely think the, the right setup for TikTok happened because people knew how Snapchat was working and Snapchat sort of went down for a bit and then they just sort of capitalized on that opportunity, right? Um, so in general, my personal uh, understanding for Indian market, that's because that's where I work. I think a couple of major places where things are really, really moving is uh, Instagram for sure. Instagram is absolutely like a game changer because how individuals have now started interacting with Instagram is, is fucking crazy. I mean, everyone now, no, you don't meet someone and go, let me Facebook you. Now you Instagram them. And that's, that's, that's the importance of Instagram in um, the Indian market. So all influencers or all brand, they're going heavy behind the Instagram content, which is coming out. So that's great. Um, Snapchat, not so much. I think it's going to die out in the next uh, couple of years if they don't reinvent heavy, if they don't understand how to make the most of the situation. I still think they can take on TikTok really well if they sort of rebrand uh, their their consumption and creation strategy. But then again, that, that has to be seen yet. Um, Facebook for sure it's always going to be there um, I don't think it's it has a lot of impact on how the content is consumed anymore but in just sense of relevancy or authenticity if someone wants to search something it's on Facebook that that content is still being consumed um, but all of these formats work only and only really well if it's video content no one has the time to read anymore if it's I mean, in shorts is a great example where people still read because it's 60 seconds or it's just a quick card where you get to read the news um, and that has really picked up because no one wants to sit down and read a five minute article if it doesn't interest them just to find the basic of what the news is. Um, so video has replaced really well when it comes to reading uh, as, as a source of consumption. So that's that's doing great. Uh, but I think from a business perspective, um, LinkedIn is really, really the next future bet for India because uh, with, with a fish office, goes with businessmen uh, LinkedIn has now become what what its source of networking what say for example Facebook would be when we were younger uh, people are really getting into it uh, connecting with people uh, reading a lot of because back in the days Facebook would have content news which were authentic which weren't always just memes or whatever the fuck now they're selling on um, I mean the content was much more relevant uh, and LinkedIn has now become that if I want to read about what's going down in, in an industry uh, whether Coca-Cola or Pepsi is gonna uh, have an advantage in the society um, I go to LinkedIn because that's where I can know I'm gonna get uh, content which is actually not probably diluted it doesn't have a bias and there's that senses there so I think LinkedIn is gonna be a really big big um, game changer for a lot of brands trying to also target b2b audiences or trying to target people who are looking for serious content um and i think for old people um seeing how every individual has a mobile device on the, in their hands right now and how much time this and data is extremely cheap in india extremely cheap um youtube is going to always be a very very big uh place for people to older people to uh consume content from so I think a lot of brands especially um, I mean younger people don't necessarily go to YouTube to sort of browse content I don't think that's the case um, they usually stick to Instagram and that's going to be the interactive space uh, but older generation people above 50 55 60 um, 
they really go heavy on YouTube. They consume a lot of content from there. Uh, so I think brands which are trying to sort of focus and uh, reach out to this generation, um, YouTube is a very good space to create content and make yourself relevant to that. Uh, because no one, I mean, YouTube is the new TV for the old people. So your prime time is that instead of focusing on 8 o'clock news, which is always going to be consumed irrespective by these people, um, they're on their phone browsing YouTube around 6, 6.37, and you want to focus on having your content ready for them to consume then, right? Um, in terms of what is a good survival strategy for uh, people and for brands, I think it's very important to sort of learn daily on, on things that might or might not work. And usually with, with the market, which is just growing right now, there's there's no right way, there's no wrong way. you got to keep on fucking experimenting. Um, and if it works, great. If it doesn't, then you're like, hey man, you know what? Fuck it, it didn't work. Um, so you have to keep that idea, uh, I mean, that, that door open where you're constantly trying to do new sort of content uh, and see if it works and if it doesn't work, right? Um, but it is extremely imp important that as an individual, as a brand, you keep investing into content no matter what, because in the long run, in the bigger scheme of things, there will be a tidal shift uh, in the next five to seven years or in, in and maybe sooner, given how quickly people are adapting um, about how people sort of interact with content. So when you in, in five years where people have gradually moved to uh, audio content, I think podcast is going to be a big thing in the long run. Um, you want to make sure that you have a historic fucking content database where people can just sort of go, oh shit, okay, Nirjar has a new decibel uh, podcast and he has 500 episodes. Maybe I can just start listening to this and then keep consuming the new ones which come anyway, right? So historically, this is a good time to invest into building content which can come in handy in the next three years, two years, five years, however it goes, right? Um, and have a team which really understands the vision that you have and, and allows itself to surrender to it because if you don't have a good team, a production team which can help you sort of make the content fun to sort of consume, it's, it can become very difficult. So you want to make sure you're investing also pretty heavily on a team uh, which sort of sits down and makes that creative, uh, I mean, it has to have that creative edge to it. So that's, that's always going to be a good, good uh, lesson for everyone to take. Um, and honestly, I mean, my personal uh, theory in this whole situation is that a lot of businesses don't actually know what they're doing. Um, and they, they didn't, because they're just all over, the, especially if you're a big brand, you know, you can't invest into an individual strategy. You are, uh, because of the scale of the business that you're in, I think small businesses can really take that advantage and make it work for themselves. Because at the end of the day, when, for example, if there is a Coca-Cola, which is trying to target a big Diwali celebrations and this and that, uh, if you're a small brand, you can just focus on one particular unit or one particular strategy and go heavy at it because Coca-Cola wouldn't have the bandwidth to do it. Um, and that can be your market, right? So I think a lot of strategizing in terms of where your energy should go, um, is, is always important um, and in general when you're building a business um, and it's not just about strategy I think in, in today's world you need to be sort of learn unique shit that you didn't know you could also do I mean that is always going to be important because uh, I mean for me personally I sit, sat down and I and I added few verticals to our uh, decibel media businesses that I even didn't even think about we would be exploring when we started it uh, but I saw the relevancy so much in what we're trying to do uh, that I figured that if I invest into it right now in the next one one and a half years I can really build it up so it's okay even if you have one sort of idea 
Don't listen to people saying you can't do 50 things at the same time. Try to figure out those uh, common uh, spaces which you can sort of in different projects where you can sort of bring them together and make it a part of your project like a holistically and I think that always should help you to sort of have a survival strategy in the long run because you're looking at a holistic offering in the bigger scheme of things right um so yeah and I think one of the major trends in India which is going to go a long way is that smaller businesses are really picking up they're really trying to be out there um so if smaller businesses can figure out how to have their brand presence in in each and every mobile devices um mobile devices i'm sorry um i think that's going to change a lot about how the businesses are done so i think each marketer such as ourselves uh we would want to actually sit down and figure out how to take that small brand and make it into a more accessible more mass for everyone to sort of consume we already are working on that strategy and i think everyone should be really really investing into that um so yeah that's that's basically how your content should be um it should be authentic um it should have the right message it needs to be creative but it needs to be authentic and it needs to be experimental it needs to be something you try day in day out some days it works some days it doesn't work and that's really just how you grow as a brand I hope you had a good time listening to the podcast today. I hope you take something back from it. If you have any questions, if you have any feedback, please feel free to reach out to us on our Instagram. We look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Cheers.